Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And on tonight's show, we'll discuss if men lead with their wallets. You know, a few weeks ago, we talked about how some women are just a big button to smile. Well, tonight, we'll discuss something a financial come up. You know, is it tricking if you got it? Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll also ask if 30 is the new 20. And I'm not talking about the physical. I'm talking about the mental. I'm talking about maturity here. And uh, so we'll get into that amongst maybe a few other things if we have time. But first, for those who are new to the show, let me explain how this thing works. This show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. 
There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 759 starts right after this message. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcasts at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on, can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers, last 223,000 hours. All right, 347-202-0215 is the number on the Top Q Radio Show. And, you know, over the weekend, I was just taking a look at some things, uh, taking a look at some demographics regarding the show. And I was just curious as far as, you know, I hadn't looked at things in a while. And I found out that although a majority of my listeners are in the United States, uh, almost 45 percent, I was thinking it would be higher. You know, I'm thinking, okay, maybe 75, 80% of my listeners are in the United States, but that's not the case. I found out that um, although I have 45% of my listeners in the United States, I have 42% um, in Australia, and that just blew me away. Now, I know I've interviewed some people in Australia and Island Easter and... um, Violet Ivy, and um, I know I, I think I had a conversation with someone from New Zealand, which is nearby. Um, but I had no idea that so many people. And this is over the last uh, few months, by the way. This is not all the time. Over the last few months, and that kind of blew me away. Almost forty-two percent. And then when I went back even further to check on some things, um, I found out that I have. Um, a huge listener base in Libya. Now, I've never actually interviewed or spoke to anyone from Libya, but I found out that Libya was third on the list as far as visitors by country, and even Vietnam and Ireland made the cut. So it kind of blew me away because I really think Libya is Canada because, you know, I have several people from Toronto I've spoken with in that area, uh, a couple from Vancouver, Montreal. But Canada did not make the top five, so pretty interesting. Australia, Libya, Vietnam, and Ireland. I have some T2Q followers over there, so thanks a lot for your support, and uh, I I appreciate you all listening. Uh, Let me go to the phones. Looks like I have a couple of show legends who have called in. To the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. Been welcome up the man in black making his way to the ring, the homie Buck. Buck, what's going on? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well, bro. How's it going? Man, it's awesome, man. Australia, Libya, Vietnam. That's yeah, it's awesome, crazy. Dude. 
That's crazy. Hey, glad to have you guys on. <laughs> well, Pretty awesome. I'm I, I miss the worldwide like Pitbull. Yeah, I know, right? Now you just need to do the little special uh, Welcome on the man, the myth, the legend, the minister of sexual affairs, Eminem. What's going on, man? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Not much, not much. Literally, what's up, Radio World? I, I, I know, know right? World. Exactly. <laughs> world. Man, I, I saw that. I was like, man, I, I had to look at that twice. I'm like, Damn, Australia, but we said Libya. That that flipped me out for real. I'm like, damn. Right, man, that's Libya? good. Vietnam. That's now, what's I've up. spoken that's what's to, uh, you know, um, C. D. Marie Dane. Uh, let's see. I believe her parents or her family is from. It wasn't Libya. Ah, uh, no, it was like uh, it was um, Liberia, I think. Ghana, either Liberia, one of them. Ghana. Okay. Yeah, it might have been Liberia. It might have been Liberia. I think it was Liberia. I think it was Liberia. Right. Yeah. And then I interviewed, uh, let's see. Oh, her name escapes me right now. She's, it was a one on one interview I did with her. She was a vegan. Uh, Isosa. A young lady named Isosa. She was was from Ghana, um, or her parents were from Ghana. And so, but yeah, never anyone from Libya. So that's pretty cool. And uh, even the lady I interviewed about the men who were getting the passports, using women to get passports in the United States, uh, she wasn't in Libya. I think she was in Nigeria. So, all right. Well, hey, it doesn't matter how you find the show, as long as you find it. I'd love to hear from one of you if you want to call in. So. All right, three four seven two zero two zero two one five. We're talking about do men lead with their wallets? Like I said a couple of weeks ago, we talked about women, you know, being basically a big butt and a smile. But with guys, you know, does a man have to use his money to get a woman's attention, you know, or the illusion of having money? I guess. So the first question, and Buck, I'll start with you. And of course, I'm not asking this from your perspective. I'm just um, asking as far as what you've observed in your life, can money make okay. a man look more attractive to a woman? No doubt, no question. Um, even if if it's the appearance of having it, um, it makes a difference, man. Um, you know, we we see it all the time. I mean, throughout the years, I mean, we've seen, you know, people as ugly as Mick Jagger. Get all the get any kind of woman he wants. Mick Jagger, that that has got to be one of the ugliest motherfuckers I've ever seen. But um, but that that joker that joker got it going on, man. That money got it, you know. They don't care how ugly he is or how big his lips is, you know. That joker that joker gonna be bought with him just talking. But at the same time, you know he that money make it make a difference. Um, it can make it. I mean, it, it makes a huge difference. Or even having an appearance, even if you fix yourself up enough to make it look like you have some, I mean, it makes a difference. You know, cars. I mean, we, we see. You know, the people out there trying to stunt. You know, they can't afford the car, but they out there trying to. You know, trying to get it like that. So, yeah, it makes a difference. Okay, Eminem, what you think, man? Well, I'm, I'm gonna just. Kind of uh, 
just take it in a different direction, even though I totally agree. But uh, just kind of from a historical perspective, man, you know, and it's in in every man and every culture around the world, um, built on tradition, I should say. But whereas in you couldn't even think about, you know, getting someone's daughter, well, man, from a man, actually, daughter, if it looked like you couldn't take care of the daughter. So that's kind of where all that shit came from. And so it's just like, so whether you are somebody into traditional things or whatever, because this is basically being custom worldwide to uh, be able to feasibly take care of something you actually can get down, you know, that's kind of how everybody was groomed to be. You know, you got to look the part and you look the part to attract, you know, attract the fish. So that's kind of like a, uh, a ingrained thing in everybody. And then, you know, you know, guys can say all this stuff all they want to, but I don't do this, I don't do that. But as soon as they become parents or whatever, they're going to be the same way. You, you don't want, you don't want, uh, you know, I don't care for, Motherfuckers, uh, you know, six foot five and muscle bound, and your and your and your daughter's just melting over the nigga. If he don't look like he got no job, you are gonna say, man, this motherfucker, hell nah, this ain't gonna work. Cause you thinking about finance. So that's how all that shit started, and that's all ingrained in us, you know. Now, of course, there's benefits to the trade of it because you know there's also, um. Uh, something that's worldwide that's basically been passed down from generation to generation is, you know, for the most part, and that's a great point from book just made by Mick Jack because I never thought about it like that, it's just like money overrides everything. I think Biggie Smalls broke it down better than ever, you know, black, ugly as ever, but, you know, just, just kept going with it. You know, it's like, shit, I think he married with Faith in two weeks. I mean, that's like power shit. So, as kids, you looking like, damn, man, this motherfucker got all the chicks. I mean, you you never see nobody broke with all the chicks. Now, you might see guys doing pretty good for themselves, you know, especially out in the country. You might see some motherfucker who never worked a day in his life, but, you know, he got babies everywhere and shit like that. But them, you know, but the, them type of hoes anybody can have. But, you know, when you, when you, when you see, like, the, you know, the Jay-Z stuff and the, Kanye stuff and and all this stuff like that. Dudes just saying I want this, I want that, and you get it. Well, it's because you 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 putting it out there that you got the money, whether you trick or not. But you got it. At least you the perception is you got it. Okay. All right. I appreciate that dissertation, sir. <laughs> to the lines I return. Maybe. Uh, what, 517 area code Motor City Detroit Welcome on the Officer Michelle Hey Q, how are you? I'm doing well, how are you? Pretty good Cool Well you are the perfect person to ask this question Of course Can money make a man be more attractive. Cha-ching, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> of course. I mean, 
I mean, my favorite statement is, if you weren't fine, I wouldn't even fuck with you. And every woman feels that way. Well, women who are in touch with who they really are feel that way. I mean, and, and same thing with a man. I mean, when you want something, um, you make a list of what kind of woman you want, what kind of man you want. And then you say, well, what can you live with? What can't you live with? Whatever. But, um, you know, taking away obvious things such as, you know, getting, you know, hurt or physically abused, things of that nature, take those out, of course. Um, Yeah, someone gets more attractive the more money they have, the more, the better their car is, the, the better their home is or whatever, the fact that he's, and just having money is not just, good. It's, it's, you have to also be generous with your money. Because, uh, you know, someone who has money who's not generous is just really annoying. So that doesn't work. So you have to, you know, you're very generous. Then, um, then yeah, of course you're more appealing. It changes things. I mean, I don't even understand why people don't even get this or don't admit to it. You know, um, Eminem was talking about, um, you know, someone like Jay-Z or Rappers, just you take rappers in general. Rappers in general are not that attractive. Okay, <laughs> not. I mean, if I saw them like in their usual habitat, I'd be like, "Yeah, right, nigga." <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, but <laughs> you know, someone. I mean, even Jay Z, he's not cute. He's not cute. But however, he has. He's a boss, and you know. That that weighs up. That it brings them up some several notches, and of course, having money that kind of goes with it. So yeah, so absolutely. I mean, of course, it's just like the same thing with men. They say, well, she's not that cute, but look at that ass or something like that. So they kind of make you know, <laughs> you know, make um, substitutions or compromises within themselves for the fact that. They really, or even, or even the whole thing of they they have a really nice personality, even though she's not that attractive or or whatever. You, there's always a but. She does this for me, or he does this for me, or whatever. So it's always like that. Depends on the person, but yeah, money helps. <laughs> money helps. All right, well, let me ask you this, Crystal. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Why are why are some women? Impressed by men who blow money, like guys who buy the bar or have the really expensive rims, purchase unnecessary things, and things of that nature. Well, see, that's the illusion that he's generous, just like I just said. He's someone willing to spend and someone who um, who also offers a good time. Let me tell you something. There's a difference between having a guy who drives up in an okay car, you know, clunking a little bit, not that little rust here and there. He's taking you out to Olive Garden or somewhere. He has a, you know, pretty good conversation. Um, But maybe you, you know, he has to, I don't know, help with the car. The car, maybe the heat doesn't work or something. Or you get back to his house, and you know it's all these little things. 
you know. Or maybe you can't go out one weekend because, well, he hasn't got his check yet, so you got to wait till the next weekend when he gets paid. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just little things like that. Or maybe he's frustrated because of those things, so you got to talk about that to a guy who you get into his new, brand-new car, whatever year you're at, whatever, maybe a couple, year or two older, but whatever. Um, it's nice. You know, he has a surround sound going in his car. He, you know, he has all the newfangled computerized shit, you know. He click on this, you can watch TV, or you can listen to your latest Whatever, I mean, it's just, you know, got the mood happening in the car, you know, the tinted windows, everything is cool. You know, you get out, you go to this really fancy restaurant you've never been before, and it's all like, ooh, this is kind of nice. You know, so you feel good. You feel you sound better. like you're having a you sort of... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm about to ask you but what I'm you're saying... doing with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying there's a difference. Oh, and wow. I don't understand why people don't understand that. There's a difference between those two scenarios that makes it more interesting. And then with someone who's more of a life of the party, he's you know, he's having a good time, he's just having a good time, so you feel better. So yeah. That that's that's attractive. You know? It may not be a long term attractive, you know, when you find out he lives with his mom or whatever and all he has is that beautiful car, but but that's long term. We're talking tonight. <laughs> We're having a good time right now. So. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right, so fellas, how do you feel about Crystal's answer? I mean, oh man, I, I think I, she was I, excellent and on point. I didn't, I didn't mean to jump ahead, but uh, I just had to amen that because that's that's well, put it this way, that's how the game works, guys. That that's how it is one on one. I know it's it's great to you know think different or whatever, but that is how it goes, you know. And if young men follow that blueprint, you know, they'll be a lot happier. Because, like I say, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, the coming to America type stuff, that's great if you're somebody who got money and you just hiding the shit because you know you ain't really got to do all that. But if that's your life, oh, it's pretty fucked up. You know, and so you always looking for the come up. You know, that's how some people get caught up in, uh, pyramid schemes that never work. That's how some people end up being uh, habitual, you know, gambler. Well, ain't such thing as habitual gambler. I don't think habitual life, but uh, what the gamblers anonymous or whatever. Uh, that's how some people end up, you know, getting mixed up in, uh, you know, deeper in the drug game than they really wanted to be. It started as just a lick, just to keep the lights on, and then you like, shit, man, I'm making this money like this. I need to just kind of go out this weekend. And then when you see a chick that, you know, that might be perceived to be pretty hard to talk to, vibing the way Crystal's voice was just sounding, shit, man, that'll hook a nigga, man. you like, oh, man, I'm, hell no, nah, I ain't finna give this shit up. I'm back on that. I'm slanging next week, too. Then I'm slanging after that. Man, I'm finna move with Keith. Fuck this, I'm in the game. But it's too late because it ain't really worth it. But that's kind of how it go, you know. Um, now, if you're one of these people that don't know who the hell you are and all this shit like this, you want to cut your dick off, maybe you're not going through all that shit. But for the <laughs> most of the world, that's how the game go. So, great point. <laughs> he okay. cut his dick off. Right, I know, right? 
Uh, on Facebook, Dre and Tampa chimed in when I asked, can money make any man look more attractive? And he said, ask Biz Marquis. <laughs> wow. Okay. Exactly. He's the motherfucker, too. Exactly. He's real. Yeah. Uh, he I put words in cute mouth, but he's saying, ask Sam Cassell. <laughs> Sam Cassell looks like a baby water moccasin. That is a ugly brother. You remember um, the first episode? You remember in Alien? You know the little baby aliens. Yeah, when they you know, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's Sam Cassell. That is Sam Cassell. <laughs> so, and he has a hideous voice too. I mean, it's one thing to to be uh, beautifully challenged, so to speak. But oh, you have to Google Sam Cassell. You have to Google him. And the way he talks, he, just, he talks like him and Bill Cartwright talk like Yoda. I never understood it. They, Bill Cartwright's seven feet tall, and he just, I just want to say, I think that we played well tonight. I'm like, dude, you're seven feet tall? You talk like that? But anyway, let me get a, I'm getting off on a tangent here. But uh, yeah, Google so. says, <laughs> Yeah, I had to throw that in there because I know uh, uh, when me and Q used to work together, when he said that, I'm like, damn, damn. You know, and I was like, uh, I started laughing because when I saw him, I was like, when I, well, I knew what he, you know, looked like just from a player, but I was like, I never just really thought about it. Like, damn, boy, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, back to you, Crystal. Um, how is it that some guys can spend a lot of money to attract women, ignore their responsibilities like bills, child support, things of that nature? But they still wind up impressing some women. Well, well, that's what we just talked about. It's just a, it's just the surface part, you know. He's spending money, he's throwing it around. So while you're with him, you're gonna have a good time, you know. I mean, you see, this is just surface. This is just party dating. Some people get in whole I mean, relationships with these dudes. Well, see, now we're talking about something else. Yeah, okay, there has to be more to that story than just the fact that he's throwing money around and that's it. I mean, there's got to be more stuff happening. I mean, maybe he's really great in bed. Maybe he looks good as shit, you know, maybe, you know. I mean, there's so many other things that go along with that. If it's just that, I mean, when the party's over, hey, the party's over, (laughs) you know. But if there's more to it, you know, he's really good in the fantasy department, which just a lot of times those type of guys are really good in the fantasy department. So they keep women for a long time, and you're like, what the hell is going on? But he's good. He's good at what he does. Okay. So, so just like strippers. He's a salesman. Like exactly. Exactly. It's a mirror image you know, of that. Just okay. different. You know, for them is that, and for us is that. Right. Right, man, y'all on so night. Buck, as 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 a single guy, Buck, how do you feel, man, when you see some of these guys? You know, they ain't got a pot to piss in, or no, a wonder to throw it out of, but they getting all the honeys. Interesting point, Buck. Now, if you can <laughs> unmute yourself, where we can hear it, that'd be awesome. Okay, well, you Buck, do. are you there? 
Before I tell you, you go to him with the perfect setup. And Eminem, I go to you <laughs> there, man. I mean, how do you feel? I, you know, back in the day when you used to see those guys, you know, one doing anything, but they still pulling the chicks. Oh man, it, it, it's like game recognized game. You, you, you like, it's no different than. Right. Uh, I don't know why you asked him this question. <laughs> I know, know, right? I'm like, trying to get the bug. <laughs> You know, I, I I use an analogy of a of a fisherman. You know what I'm saying? Now, even even if a person doesn't fish, they you know have generally have a concept of how it goes. You know, you're on a body of water, and you're fishing with some object, a rod or a pole or whatever, and you sitting there all day and catching shit with minnows and frogs, and somebody else is pulling out like, you know, camera ready, camera s type, uh, you know, trophy fish. And what's the first thing you think about? You ain't looking at the fish. You're only looking at the fish if you, you know, somebody else. If you're a fisherman next to this dude looking at him catch fish, you're like, hold on. I got my shit over in the same river, and I ain't caught nothing all day, and this dude just pulling out just monster catches. Hey, man, what you using? Uh, even if you don't ask, you're trying to look like, damn, man, what the fuck he putting on his line? Same thing, gentlemen. Same thing. When I'm saying gentlemen, I'm talking about them people out there listening, especially in these other countries, because y'all got it made. You know, you them rules is better over there. But, uh, man, I'm telling you, you know, so you sit up here like, okay, let me see what this nigga drive. You know what I'm saying? I ain't dick riding or nothing but shit, man. I want to get my dick wet, too. So what this dude doing? So, damn, his car nice, you know, his clothes nice, you know, he, you know, no homo. But, you know, I guess he groomed pretty good. So guess what? You know, you, you take off your overalls and you drop in some slides or whatever's hot at the moment. Overalls. And the next weekend, you know what I'm saying, you, you say, <laughs> okay, you know, shit, these motherfuckers, you know, they, they nibbling a little bit. They ain't just biting yet because I'm broke, but they nibbling. So guess what? You know, you stack them McDonald's checks up, you go in with that with that knot, you know what I'm saying, with that, with that 20 on top and about 51s in the middle. You're like, nah, I buy you a drink like that. You know, like, shit. Now, see, the thing about it is you don't give a fuck about who you buying a drink for. You just caught the chick side corner. You trying to figure out what this, what, what's going on, how this chick got the drink. Now, you is her. Now, the chick that you finna capitalize on is you trying to figure out what the other guy fishing with. So it's a revolving circle. It's like ecosystem. See what I'm saying? An ecosystem. The shit just go around, you know what I'm saying? I got bait, you. fish, bite, like bait, fish, bite. Y'all get it? Makes sense. I got it. So you that's got, what happens. It's the, the hood rich ecosystem. Exactly. Especially during tax season. Shit, man. You got all kind of stunts out <laughs> right there. It's, been, oh, it's probably been more babies made in the hood during tax season than any other time. Nigga. For real. <laughs> All right. I'm talking about you got janitors and shit going to like exotic places like Barbados and stuff. It's like motherfucker, you can't pronounce Barbados, you know. But uh, I, ain't, I ain't dissing janitors. I'm just saying, if you're making minimum wage, then that probably is not the, you know. But you're spending your whole check because you got something fly to go down there. And Lord have mercy, don't even let me get into old men. And I mean that's that's how I made my money. Old men and dudes in wheelchairs. Made a killing out the motherfucker, but uh, 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> all right. So. You already know right, what time it was. Right. What do you get for $10? <laughs> Crystal. Let me go to you for a sec. Back to you for a minute. Uh, why do some men, and I guess some women think this too, but why do some men think that spending money on a woman entitles him to sex? Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, um, I think it entitles you to be with her for the time, like buying a drink. You buy a drink, okay, well, you've bought about maybe 10 minutes of my time for a drink, you know, and long enough for you to stand there and say something ridiculous and then order the drink or whatever. But, um, I think this, that backfires on men who really have no game whatsoever. They have they have nothing beyond the money. That's what I was talking about before. They have nothing beyond the money, so they, they think this is entitled. First of all, a real nigga, you never feel entitled, and you don't you don't have you don't think that way, you know, because you're not worried about that, you know, because even if you say that you're with this woman for whatever amount of time that night and she doesn't put out or whatever you think should happen at the end, you're not worried about that because you're going to, you know, you you know how to do a booty call later on anyway. So you're, you're just setting it up for the next time, you know, and it depends on how long you want to do that. But um, so you pick your battles basically, okay. And then, you know, the girl's going to give you whatever you want on the first night anyway. You don't have to spend that much, you know, for her. So that's not that big of a deal. But it's for the ones who don't really know what they're doing, so they they go all out, all in, and they have no clue what type of woman this is. They have no clue what's going to happen at the end of the night, you know. Um, Those kind of men feel entitled at the end, and they get pissed off and stuff like that, which is really stupid because you're not entitled to anything. They think that, okay, I spend this amount of money, I'm supposed to have sex. If you think that way, then you need to go get a professional or at least one, you know, who's working, and you don't have to go through all that. You just give her the money, and you can do what you need to do. You don't have to waste all this time. Right, but right. a lot of men don't do that because they're stupid. <laughs> okay, they think that it's better to spend all this money on a woman who doesn't even want him, and he gets pissed off at the end of the night because he didn't even know what he was doing in the first place. So he probably shouldn't have even been pursuing her anyway. He should have been pursuing another chick. So, so that's his fault. So you're never entitled to get anything. The only time you're entitled to is if you're actually dealing with a professional. And if that's what you want, then that's what you should be doing. With a regular female, that's on you. And okay. you should chalk it up to the game if you don't get what you want. And maybe right. you can learn something. something it's it's all about the hunt, too. It's all about the Carmen hunt. Carmen trying to be a... Fit, fit and all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> true, Carmen chimed in from uh, Miami, and she said men feel entitled because other women have allowed that thought process. So, I guess that's one of those um, people can only do to you what you allow them to do type of uh, uh, statement she's making there. Well, but sure, then he Buck, the right one. Yeah, yeah. Buck, are you there? 
Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. I got you. So, but if a woman won't have sex with a man unless he buys her things, you know, does that essentially make her a hooker? Pretty much. Well, I mean, <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, in the, in the good, in the grand scheme of things, yes. But I mean. You know, you gotta you gotta figure you gotta know who you're dealing with on the front on the front front side of things too. A lot of, I mean, simply simple because I mean, look, I mean, if you if you're charming enough, you don't have to go through all that all that nonsense. And you got and you know what you're dealing with. You might be settling for something just because you know you couldn't get the baddest one in the in the in the building. Then you just you just throwing away money at this point just to try to get a piece. So that doesn't make her a hooker, but it just makes you stupid. It makes you stupid because you think that that's the only way you can get get somebody by throwing you know throwing away money trying to get a piece. If, if your game tight, you ain't got to do all that. So it's really, it's like Crystal said earlier, it's on you if you got to go through all that. What do we get for ten dollars? <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. you know and you gotta turn you gotta turn that around too. Um yep. if the if you spend nothing on her, you know, and you still get it in the end or whatever, then that's her fault. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I mean, is he fine? I mean oh, I mean, is he I mean, what the hell did you get out of this? You know, I mean, but so many women do that. They they get nothing out of it, and you know what? They at the end of the night or mid morning, <laughs> whatever before dawn, <laughs> they started feeling fucked up about what just happened, you know. And they're like, "What the fuck did I even? I didn't get shit out of this, you know, but a wet ass." And they're pissed off with themselves more so than anything else, but they should be anyway, because you didn't get anything out of it. At least you can say, okay. All night, well, I went to a show. I had a really good time. I had some steak. Um, you know, I really enjoyed myself. You know, he was kind of cute, whatever, you know. And so at least I had a nice evening, <laughs> you know. Then you go, okay, well, whatever. But if you don't get shit, what the hell are you doing? That's your fault. That, I mean, that's the woman's fault. He's walking away happy as a lark, you know, <laughs> whistling. But, you know, you just lie in there. I mean, it's just so stupid, but so many women do that because they are too busy fantasizing about bullshit. Yeah, that's the women's live movement. The the ones that ain't anti-men altogether, they like, you know, they uh, promote this, you know, women can do exactly like a man can do. So, you know, they like, hey, you know. Go out and get to something if you want it, but you know. But what's funny is, hey, that that ain't that ain't hurt no guy. That's that's even better for us because see, back in the day, you know, saying the woman gonna get something out of it. You know, you gonna get something beside the way there. You know, you no. Know. Then if you know, <laughs> then if you look a certain way, you might have a fucking baby and don't know it. But uh, shit. But um. <laughs> but you know, at a side note, Eminem, and just to kind of piggyback on something you said as far as like women's live and, and feminists and everything and Crystal you can correct me if I'm wrong of course my understanding of what being a feminist means is like you can have all the sex you want alright um, you cannot have sex at all you know but the thing is what you do is your business 
right? I think some people take it to an extreme, like being um, a feminist or being um, uh, someone with the women's movement means be a hoe. And that's not what it's saying. It's not saying be a hoe just because a man is no. a hoe or something like that. It's saying do what, right. what makes you happy, you know, and, and it's your business what you do. Well, yeah, but that's in the same that's in the same category with, you know, quote unquote, be fruitful and multiply. It don't mean fucking literal with kids, but eighty percent of the people interpret it that way. So that's what happened with that. Even though you're exactly right, but most of them chicken heads they take yeah. it the other way, man. You know, they get all my goodies out for free. It's like I can't make shit like this. Everybody get free this that's hurting me. <laughs> Wait, one time. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number on the Talk to Q Radio show. Place hit one on your dial pad if you wish to chime in. Um, you getting so, shot down all night, so you ready to do business soon? <laughs> Eminem, let me ask you this: Eminem, <laughs> if a man buys a woman a drink, you know, you know how it is traditionally. A man may see right. a woman, he may right. buy her a drink. Um, if they go out, he may pay for the first date. Is that setting a precedent for spending money to get her time? Well, that just, I mean, I'm just going to speak in a traditional sense. That just saying that, you know, hey, you know, I'm interested. That's it, you know. Um, you know, if a dude ain't all hard up and stuff, he's really not expecting all this over that, you know, because, you know, Man, true story. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, you know, and you know, I've been on the benefit of this. Sometimes you can benefit just, you know, just doing it with no kind of nothing, man. Just, you know, just an attention getter. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, buy that little drink over there, man. You walk out the motherfucker. You don't even look back. Who gives a shit? You know, you know, pick that interest. Damn, who was that? You know, was that the most interesting man in the world before the commercial? Probably was, you know. You see him again, hey, you know, conversation goes a certain way. You never know where it might go, but uh, it all depends. But, but I think that in a traditional sense, you know, at one time, you know, men were pretty much uh, taught to be, you know, gentlemen and shit like that. So it wasn't all this, you know, this this rampage caveman. Ooh, I gotta fuck this bitch about. I'm spending five dollars on her. You know, nah, nah, you didn't do it like that. You know, it was more like a, you know, more of a, you know, uh, uh, kind of what we grew up on, man, James Bond type shit. You know what I'm saying? This nigga fucking everybody, but he never yeah. came off like he thirsty and shit. You know, I'm just saying he chill with it, you know. Uh, like them niggas on the love boat. You know, they walk around, everybody getting drinks and stuff, and ain't nobody just sweating nobody, you know. But uh, but next thing you know, somebody fucking. You know, so it's the same thing. All right. Now, on Facebook, but now, um, but big money. Now, now, see, now, see, now, now, see, now. That's when you get out there. It ain't no being nice. It ain't no, you know, friends and all this shit. When motherfuckers start talking about the money that it takes to, you know, pay a car note and keep the lights on and all that. Oh no, you know. Now we got to do some collective bargaining. You know. I'm finna collect everything I got stored up, and I'm gonna release it in your ass if I come off this kind of money. (laughs) 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 
Mr. Miami <laughs> chimed in again. Uh, she said that just because you buy a woman a drink, that does not mean that you are entitled to be under her all night. And we've discussed that on the show before, too, how, you know, the guy will buy the drink and then he'll follow the woman around the club all night and things of that nature, which is hilarious. But, uh, yeah, uh, an $8 drink doesn't entitle anyone to necessarily talk to a dude all night. But, uh, yeah, that, but see, that's like that's like the guys that Crystal described so eloquently. You know, that's that's the motherfucker with no game and ain't got shit. To, so, I mean, they they too worked up about it. You know, you know what I'm saying. You know, I'm like, damn man. You know, if it's like that, man, shit. You you know, you done watched a flick or something before you went out. So your mind messed up. You ready to shit? Ready to chop some heads off or something, man? <laughs> you gotta be calmer than that, dude. Yep. So, all right. So, um, Buck, let me go to you, and then I'll ask Crystal from her perspective. Buck, do you think some men shower women with money and gifts to compensate for the things they can't give her? Mm, I guess you can see. I, I can see that sometimes. Um, I don't know if that's something that that happens all the time, but. Um, you know, if they, you know, if there's some shortcomings somewhere else, you can see them showering some gifts here and there. Um, but you know, piggyback off of something I said earlier, you know, what, if you know what you're getting yourself into, then you know some of this can be alleviated. But you know, some guys just don't, you know, they're thinking with the other head and not not the the real one. And um, as a result, well, they both real, but the one up top instead of the one down bottom. The bottom line of it is, I mean, if you you know, you, you know, you do that, you do that too many times, then you know, you get yourself caught up in something, you know, and start out too strong, then you got to you got to keep it going that way. But if you don't, mm-hmm. then you be ro- you be rolling solo. All right, all right, Crystal, what do you think? Do you think some men shower women with money and gifts to compensate for the things they can't give them? Um, yeah, sure, sure. I mean, you have to compensate, you know, for your shortcomings (laughs) if you have to. Um, But uh, that'll allow her to, you know, um, still be with you. And, you know, so, I mean, that happens all the time, actually. That's why you see these really short, ugly guys with very nice jobs with really nice looking women. <laughs> okay, that's why. It, you know, it's that whole thing. Okay, well, you have your list and then you say, okay, I want a guy who looks like this, who acts like that, who whatever. And then you start marking those off if you see that he has an amazing amount of money. That way you'll get a lifestyle. So that is huge. So, therefore, you can sleep with some guy, um, get married, or whatever it takes, you know, pop out a few kids, cha-ching. And then, yeah. So, sure. I mean, you have to know your shortcomings, guys. I mean, you really do. And and women, too. I mean, you have to know what, what, what are you bringing to the table and what you're not bringing to the table. And if what you're bringing 
you know, is not as great as what you're not bringing, then you're going to have to sharpen those skills of what you are bringing. An example is a guy, not monetarily, but a guy who may not be that endowed, then he needs to be bringing some major downtown action. I mean, you know, you need to study that shit and know exactly what to do. So, I mean, you have to already know that and just come at it that way. You know, because, but you have to know. You have to know um, your shortcomings and just, you know, just know, you know, know that. I mean, and, but on the general side, most women want a man who is successful. That's nature. I want, you know, you want a man who can provide. That's just, that's biological. You know, that's, you know, you know those, those aren't my rules. Those, that's God shit, you know. That's just the way it is. Okay. All right. To the 501 area code I go, to the natural state of Arkansas. Welcome on, Amy. Amy, what's going on? Amy? Amy, I play music and everything. <laughs> Amy is it Amy? I mean, there are other people in Arkansas. <laughs> That's Amy. Amazingly enough, but they are. <laughs> All right. Amy owns Arkansas. Maybe she may be in it. Maybe she may be in a bad area. Maybe she'll join us um, when she when she can. So, all right. So, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> that yeah. sounds like Amy. <laughs> <That's right>. oh. <laughs> I'm wow. sorry I had it on y'all. I am having a dumb on moment. Okay, I totally oh. had it on you. <laughs> Hey, my my earpiece broke on me earlier, so don't feel bad. I think my ear drum broke. <laughs> Amy, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I kind of lost track of time, so. Okay. <laughs> well, Sorry let me ask that. you this last question for the topic. Amy, do you okay. think some men some men simply spend money on women because it's the Quickest way to get sex? Well, you know, men spend money on women for different reasons. I mean, like y'all were saying, they do, you know, I guess try to make up for their shortcomings. But, uh, you know, a lot of guys do it to make themselves seem, you know, more you know, more like, more pertinent or whatever, you know, more, um, like they uh, mean more than they do. Um, and that, you know, they do it to, to try and hold on, you know, to women, to impress women and stuff. You know, I, I mean, I had to deal with, I dealt with that a lot when I was dancing you know, and guys throwing money and stuff because they're trying to impress you to make you think that they have money, that they really actually don't. Um, so, you know, it 
it's crazy as it's going to sound, money, when you throw money at me, it's a turnoff. It's really a turnoff to me because it makes me think, okay, what there's, what do you have, what do you not have that you're trying to make up for? Or what do you, you know, what are you covering up for? Who are you trying to impress? Okay. I feel you on that. Kind of how I feel about it. And, uh, on Facebook, um, I have a, I see a hashtag major downtown action going on. So thanks for that, Crystal. <laughs> Someone posted that. <laughs> on hashtag major downtown action. Uh, uh, well, Eminem. I mean, some men just spend money on women because it's the quickest way to get sex, right? Yeah, it's just, you know, it's just, like I say, you're just throwing bait. And like I say, you know, um, guys, see, sometimes women, <laughs> they 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 look into it too hard. See, sometimes it's more like the, 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 the old, uh, I go back in the old days, man, when motherfuckers be at the auctions and shit, and, you know. You know, this guy got his 10-gallon hat on, and he got this much clout. You got your 10-gallon hat on, he got that much clout. And you are using the woman. It's, that's no different than bidding on a, a a pig or something. You don't care about the woman. You're just saying, you know, if this motherfucker can hit this here, I know I can hit this here. So, you know, sometimes stuff turns to like a bunch of competitive stuff. That's why you see... Um, and uh, case in point, that's why you see a lot of time with uh, people that are wealthy, you know, regardless of what, you know, culture they are and stuff like that, you know, still basically getting into it over a woman. It's just like, and then, you know, on the outside looking in, you're saying, well, how is this possible? It's like, man, you know, you got hoes lined up everywhere. You got people coming at you. Your phone never start ringing and shit like this. What's the deal with this? But that's what it is. This dude just never wanted to lose to that guy. So that's, you know, you know, it might be, you know, some happy days shit. You know, this, you know, this dude wanted to be Fonzie, but he ain't quite Fonzie. So he's trying to, you know, he ain't going to rest till he one-ups Fonzie. You know what I'm saying? But the shit ain't going to happen, but at least he think it's going to happen. So it's the same type of shit, you know, in addition to everything else has been said about the you know, the compensation and all that. But some, in some cases, it's like uh, it has nothing to do with the woman at all. It's just that, you know, uh, hey, man, before my uncle went to jail, he said by the time he was this age, he done knocked out these men holes. So you sit up here saying, man, I'm going to catch his record before I get 26 or whatever. So, you know, you you wanging and danging everything you get. Free, paid for, you know, on loan. Cash for titles, whatever you got to do to get it, you gonna get it. You don't give a shit. All right, all right, sir. And um, I do have one more one more question, and I'll ask this to, to Crystal, and then I'll let you chime in. But Crystal, is it tricking if you got it? No, I mean Ti told you that. 
Thank you. Good night. And I have to I have to go on the side of T.I. You know. So if a man has the money to spend and he blows it on a woman freely, it's not it's not tricking as long as he can afford it. Yay. I mean, right, yeah. It's not, it's, not, it's not a trick. <laughs> That's just what he's doing. Buck, do you agree? I agree. Okay. Anybody disagree? Well, I got a different angle on it. Even though I, I even though I don't, I do not disagree. I said it ain't tricking if you want it. You see what I'm saying? Because uh, for my uh, colleagues that's still out there, you know, hey man, if ain't nobody spending. We we starving, so you know, get what you want. You know, what I'm saying shit. You know, you ain't buying them Jordans because you ain't got no shoes. You buying them Jordans because you want them. See what I'm saying? All right, I feel you. I, I like that. I like that. Right, same thing. Very good. Uh, actually, I was going to discuss if 30 was a new 20 and talk about maturity, but an, another story just crossed my mind that I want to get into. So we'll do this and we'll do that instead and we'll save the other stuff for later. Uh, I want to talk about Monique. And, you all may have seen the video, and I don't have uh, the audio, unfortunately. But um, the comedian Monique posted a video asking all of her fans to boycott Netflix. Netflix offered her $500,000 to do a stand-up special, and I guess she was offended by that because Dave Chappelle got $20 million, Chris Rock got $20 million, and... Amy Schumer was offered $11 million, but negotiated her way to $13 million. So she said that Netflix was um, biased against her because she's a um, black woman. They biased against her because she was a woman, period, because, you know, they're offering Chappelle and Chris Rock $20 million. And even though she recognized them as being legends, she says she's a legend, too. And she said that Amy Schumer, even though she had a movie come out last year, Amy Schumer has her own TV show on Comedy Central, and she sold out Madison Square Garden twice, she felt like she deserved more money. So with all the stuff that went down with Lee Daniels at one time, and now this, and Crystal, I'll start with you. Um, matter of fact, I know this is kind of an impromptu and unofficial. It's but... time to get crystallized. I knew Buck wanted to hear the music. <laughs> oh, okay. and, uh, and while I'm and while I'm at it, let me let me welcome on Carmen from Miami. And Carmen, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am great. Happy belated birthday to you. Thank you. Fabulous and forty. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, so Chris, I'm gonna start with you. Monique uh, has asked people to boycott Netflix. Um, How do you feel about the whole thing? You know, do you feel like she was well within her right to do so? Is she crazy? Is this career suicide, or do you think that she may actually have a positive impact? Yes, please. She is first of all, anybody boycotting Netflix. 
Okay, that's not happening. Number one. Okay. Since <laughs> you can forget that shit. Uh, number two, her argument makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. I'm sorry, Monique is not relevant anymore. And she fucked herself. I'm sorry, she fucked herself with Lee Daniels. She should have took her ass over there and did the damn shit like she's supposed to do. But she didn't want to do that because she has the same attitude as if she can do whatever she wants to do because of principles, because she just didn't want to, or what, I don't know, whatever the fuck. You get your ass over there and you do what you have to do, because that solidifies you to get more. Just because you win an Oscar doesn't mean shit. Now that you have an Oscar, now you're going to have to start mingling and play the game. Yes, there's a Hollywood game, just like there's any other game in the world, and you're going to have to play it if you want to make that money, because they are the ones who are going to start booking you. Now, if you act as if you are difficult to get along with, which she has definitely proven that, then you do not get booked for something because no one has time to deal with you when there is plenty of other black women who want to, to have that role of whatever you're going to play. And I'm sorry, Monique ain't that funny. The Parkers was kind of funny, <laughs> but it's not on any level of a Chris Rock, nowhere near a Chappelle, and not even Amy. It's not even nowhere near that. I am so sorry. And as Netflix told her, they book according to or pay. She was, first of all, she would be glad she even got that. They were willing to give her something. She should have took that money and ran and then set herself up for maybe something else later. But she does what she does classically, especially because she ain't working. What you doing? Out and doing shows? Okay, I'm sure she's not making major money doing that. Okay. So, and then even at her own shows, she goes off on people. Is she insane? I don't know who the fuck she thinks she is, but she's not that girl. All right? Um, she's too difficult. No one's going to book her. She's just solidifying what everybody already knows. All right? And, you know, I feel bad for her as far as trying to say, oh, I'm a black woman and I'm not getting paid. Those are legitimate arguments, but they do not apply to her. So she needs to sit down somewhere. And, again, she's going to regret this shit. She should be regretting it now. I don't know why she went to Twitter or YouTube or whatever the fuck she did. It's stupid. It was a stupid move. Okay. I can't tell where you really fall on this discussion. But... Uh, Carmen, what do you think? Have you seen the video? Do you have um, any input on Monique? Uh, I mean, she's doing the right thing here. She is absolutely not doing the right thing. I have seen the video. I've also seen a follow-up interview where she says she is the most decorated comedian out right now, which is totally false. Now, I will say... One, she needs new management and, and new people because uh, since her husband has been managing her, um, he's been steering her in the wrong direction. But also, I will say this. Um, she tried to use that black women are not being paid. And you want us to boycott Netflix. But in order for me to boycott Netflix, I need to know what's in it for me. Are you going to get extra money and then donate it to the Time's Up Fund to help 
women get equal pay in Hollywood, or is this money just for you? Is this something that you want us to do just because you think you deserve more money? I think the offer was a slap in the face, considering that they brought Dave Chappelle back out of oblivion because, yes, he's funny, but he was gone, and then they brought him back, and they offered him $20 million. Do I think she deserves $20 million? No, but I don't think $500,000 was, you know, the best thing for her. Now, having said that, I believe that her attitude serves as a factor for why she was offered that amount of money. I think that she turns on everyone that has helped her in some way, shape, or form, and no one wants to pay you millions of dollars so you can turn around and slap them in the face later on. You know, nobody is going to give you all of this money and then you don't want to go promote it or you don't want to do what it takes to help the show be as successful as it can be. So if you don't want the $500,000, you aren't really fighting for everyone to have equal pay, take the darn $500,000, kill the stand-up show with some of your best and funniest jokes if you have them, and then later on you have what it takes to demand more money. Right now she doesn't have that. All she's doing is burning every bridge that she crosses. And in that aspect, that's not good. She tried to bring Wanda Sykes into it. Wanda said, yeah, they offered me low money. I decided not to take it. I've gone on to do other things, and that's exactly what she did. Wanda didn't make a big deal out of it because she wasn't trying to demand equal pay. But neither is she. She's just using this as a guide so she can get more money. So I absolutely don't think that she's doing the right thing. Did Hello. I lose you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can't. I can't argue with anything that you said. Uh, Apparently I think not. That, <laughs> I, I think that, uh, and I think Wanda Sykes is much funnier than Monique. Monique to me is like sitcom and, and movie. And more funny. marketable, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I think because I, I mean. The, the term people like to use is white famous. If you're famous, you can sell. I think Monique is. Now, I think she's sitcom funny. I think she's movie funny. But I've never really just bought into her stand-up. You know, I just never really bought into it. Um, but I just think, and Amy, I'll ask you, do you think social media is the place to go to negotiate, so to speak. I mean, this is someone who's not happy with the money that she's getting, and she's essentially going to ask for a, bo- a boycott to help her negotiation. Is social media the place to do that? No, because I, I think it's, it. I think that's just childish drama. You know, I didn't get my way, so I'm going to throw a temper tantrum. It's basically what she's doing. And, you know, I... <clears throat> This is one of those ordeals that pisses me off when it comes to racism and and feminism, um, you know, that she wants to throw out there, oh, um, I'm not getting equal pay because because I'm black. Okay, well, last time I was sitting next to Chris Rock in a restaurant, he was black too. And uh, (laughs) then... 
you know, and uh, Amy Schumer, um, last time I saw her, uh, she uh, she's a girl, she's female, so, you know, it's like Carmen was saying, is this about equal pay, or is this about you personally, is this your personal, or are you just personally pissed off, you know, um, about it, but... Yeah, these are the kind of things that aggravate me when it comes to things like racism and feminism, when you want to throw throw those cards in, and that's not what it's about at all. Um, you know, is she as funny as Chris Rock? No, um, not by a long shot. Um, I've never, to be honest with you, I've never even listened to Dave Chappelle, and I... I don't listen to Amy Schumer either. I'm not a fan of Amy Schumer. But I am a big fan of Chris Rock. And, yes, I did sit next to him in a restaurant in New Orleans. Um, but he, uh, you know, Chris Rock will make you cry to the point that you're peeing your pants. And, he, you know, it, you don't get much funnier than Chris Rock except for, like, Rodney Carrington, who's my other favorite comedian. Um, so I, I think she she's just wrong on all parts. And, you know, just because she's got a an Oscar, you know, which she deserved. She deserved that Oscar. and But you can't rest on your laurels, you know. Um, you can't just keep thinking that you're worth more, you're worth this, you're worth that, just, you know, like Carmen said, is this is this about equal pay or is this about or you know, is this you just personally pissed off? But this going to social media, all that does is you're just trying to stir up drama. Because that's what social media is, is drama. Okay. I think I think she doesn't know any better. I just really think that she really needs more people because she at this point she just doesn't know to shut up. Sometimes you just have to shut up. And, you know, I understand where you're coming from when you talk about people saying racism. Well, there is an aspect of racism here in the fact that they offered Wanda Sykes and her both lowball figures as opposed to other people because they are black women. And it is a fact that black women are paid far less than their counterparts. So I understood where she was trying to go. She just did not execute that very well. And she was only using it for her gain and not to help black women collectively. That's where my issue lies with that. um, The other comedian um, that she's a a black woman, um, Lisa or Lonnie. Is it Lonnie? Is it Lonnie? Lonnie Love or? Oh yeah, that's her. There's Lonnie, Lonnie Love, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, do y'all think she's funny? I don't. Sort of. I've yeah. I've never heard seen a a I've never seen her in stand up. Oh. I was just curious. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, Lonnie Love, in my opinion, puts the fun in a funeral. I just, I can't listen to her, really. Uh, but I, I just, 
Monique, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if 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 she doesn't have any friends to tell her, or if her agent just or refuses, or maybe she's just you know overriding her agent. But um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like personally, you know, I should be getting Tom Joyner money. You know, above Tom Joyner, I mean, excuse me, um, but just beneath Tom Joyner, maybe above Russ Parr. Uh, I don't know, right along with D.L. Healy or something. But, you know, hey, life's not fair. Life's not fair. So anyway. I'm not getting Tom Joyner money anytime. So maybe I should go on YouTube and make a video about it. But I just think Mo- Monique is just, she's coming off as, Pushy, and 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 Crystal, can you like just fill everybody in on the whole Lee Daniel things real quick? Oh, um, well, I think that wasn't that about um, Precious or whatever. Um, when she won or something, and they wanted her to go and do some. I think uh, Carmen had said it. They wanted her to go over. And do some uh, promotional stuff, but she thought she was supposed to get paid to do that. And um, but he said he told her, "No, we never pay people for promotions because it's part of your, you know, the movie." And um, and also because you get that in the end, you get that on the backhand if it if the movie does well and all this kind of stuff. And not only that. Um, for her herself, you know, if she goes over there and hobnobs or, you know, does what she's supposed to do, um, then, you know, maybe there's other offers that will come later. She said she didn't go because she had already made plans with her family, in other words, her husband or whatever, and she already had some plans going and she didn't want to go. She said she would have gone if she was going to get paid for it, um, so since she wasn't going to get paid, she felt that she didn't want to change her plans. So. Which okay, stupid. So she shows she's shown time and time again that it's about the money, and I understand her being about her paper. I mean, when you think back, when she won that award for Precious, she was on like top of the world for for like fifteen minutes. And all and of that I think is she gone. Thought that, that she would be continued. That would just like catapult her, and she could, you know, become this diva or something. And she thought that she um, could get more than what she got. And then after the whole thing that happened with the promotion thing, she said, came out and said that Lee Daniels had blackballed her in Hollywood. Right. And, was, you know, and he should have. Supported her more, and you know whatever. And, that's and he was my like, Look, "Girl, you need to play the game. That everybody does it. I mean, it's just right. your job." I think my thing is that she, she, she always has seemed to have someone to throw under the bus for whatever problem she she has, right? And it's not to say that she may not have a valid complaint. I just don't like a, like the way she goes about doing it. You know, how she goes about trying to handle it. I just think it's a better way. And, and kind of like what Carmen said, if you make it seem like you're trying to do this in the name of women actors or something of that nature, then maybe more people will jump on as opposed to you just trying to do your thing. 
you know. And so this is somebody who seemed like she could write her own ticket back in the day. And now, I mean, all I remember her talking about are skinny women being evil and having hairy legs. That's my memory of Monique. <laughs> and see, it's and I, why I say this is a personality. This is not um, her crew because I'm sure she just completely overrides them, doesn't even listen to them, and she's going to do what she wants to do. I mean, no right, no one in their right mind in her crew or, you know, her, her management would have told her not to go and do the promotional thing. No one would have told her to go on every talk show and talk about Lee Daniels, especially how hot he is in TV. You know, and while everybody is watching, and, and as far as this Netflix thing, I bet you anything, there was somebody in that room saying, please, give her a shot. She's not as bad as this. We got to give her something. They were like, fine, hell, fuck it. We'll give her $500,000. <laughs> you, know, you know, just to shut your ass up, just because I like you. And I, I bet that was a meeting. Okay, and then, and maybe it was a slap in the face because they were like, I didn't want her anyway. But because of this person, you know, fighting for her, we'll throw her $500,000. And then we'll see what happens. And, you know, and if she could have, like, you know, Carmen was saying, she could have took that and said, okay, oh, okay. But see, it's Netflix. Netflix. You know how hot Netflix is? They are giving people major shows. Stuff that regular Hollywood is not giving people, okay? You you know, I mean, just amazing. I mean, amazing shows for black people, Hispanics, um, the LGBT, you know, community. Everybody is getting what they want. They're putting their stuff out there. It's not just straight to video. No, it's straight to Netflix, nigga. <laughs> so that was a big deal. She could have parlayed that shit into some real shit. It's not yeah. that she's like working everywhere. Boom, boom, boom. We got Monique here, 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 here. She is. This is, her. I, this is her. I tell you another way she could have got the money. Uh, no, no, she couldn't got it that way. It ain't going to work. But uh, if, uh, you know, and this kind of is, is my reply to that, that thing about social media or whatever. As soon as that shit came out. You know the first thing everybody do, right? It's the, it's the new age voting ballot. If her thing about, you know, hey, uh, I've been did wrong, boycott this, whether people did it or not ain't the point. The Netflix executives is looking exactly how many people are hitting that shit. If it's like a gazillion likes and uh, a trillion views, well, guess what? Somebody might be calling them and say, okay, we might rethink this. But they was like, shit, man, we got kids making uh, cornflake videos get more hits than this shit, you know, so they don't look at it twice. Yeah. But the thing about her, she's been played out for so damn long that, I mean, when was the last time you ever heard this bitch do anything? Really? Seriously? Yeah, just hate on, hate, hate, on uh, hate on, you know, nice-looking black women and, 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 and act like a stereotypical angry black woman with a bunch of kids or something. I mean, I'm just saying... A lot of men really bad. wasn't fans of uh, Monique. I mean, I hadn't came across yeah. too many guys that just laugh at Monique's shit because everybody's just mad yeah. looking at her. She did great impressions. Well, I mean, she, 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 she did some good stuff a while back. I mean, but it's been a while. I mean, it's been a long while since she's done anything relevant. 
So, I mean, it's like everybody else has said. I mean, she if if she's gonna give back, I mean, yeah, she was underpaid, but she hadn't. She does not generate. She doesn't command that kind of money in the first place. Exactly. But you know, so she, you know, she she's not a. I mean, her movies are good, but her her stand up ain't shit. So I mean, I'm not. You know, she she got what they, they, the executives thought she deserved. It should have been a little bit higher, since at least in a meal, but not five hundred. So I mean, but I I just don't see her giving back to the black community because she's all about herself, and everybody knows it. So I don't know. You, I get guess, on, you, uh, get on, you can get on social media all day long, as far as, you know. But it's it's just bullshit. I mean, I've I've like I said, I, I've seen her do stand up, and um, I mean, she's okay. I just put her okay. I think uh, some more okay. is much funnier. Some more is a the whole very funny lady. Oh yeah, uh, and I think and I think Amy Schumer's funnier. I've seen Amy Schumer do stand up, and I think she's funnier than Monique. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think she's doing too much, and she just needs to uh, have a seat. Cool. She just needs to have, have a seat. seat, man. Well, and one of y'all had already said it. She's she not relevant no more. That's the thing. I mean, what I it don't matter. Done, what, I would have taken the five hundred thousand, you know, tried to kill it, and maybe even cracked some jokes on Netflix during the special, you know, to kind of like lightheartedly get my my complaint out there. But I would have taken that five hundred grand because I don't know where she's gonna get money now. Now, I mean, if she balling like that, and so be it. But uh, you offer me five hundred grand, I tell jokes at a Klan rally. But this woman has, but she has insulted. She's insulted so many people. She's she insulted Lee Daniels. Then she came back and insulted Tyler Perry. She insulted Oprah Winfrey. She insults everybody who has attempted to try to help her. So at some point, who is going to help? Who if you were one of those women who, okay, I've I've been done wrong. But every time I turn around, I see you giving back to the community. I see you volunteering. I see you in a lot of philanthropic efforts. Then, yeah, I can get behind you. I can't get behind her. I just can't. And then she continues to put her foot in her mouth. I just can't get behind her. So, no. Why would you want to aggravate my the hand that feeds you? Right. That, hey, that, say it that. again, Crystal. You got to play the game. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. You got, to know, you got to know the game to play the game. Right. Well, she had already been in the door. She, she's, you know, she hurt herself, and it's the same thing like with Vivica Fox. We all know Vivica Fox is very, very talented. She's, I think, she grew up a lot, and she was able to change a few things. But she hurt herself because of her attitude. It was, you know, people didn't want to work with her. See, when you get that attitude, no matter who you are in the business, they don't have to work with you. It's like, you know how many other cute little young actresses ready to come up and take your place and look just like you, but better? Um, younger? Oh, man, some game <laughs> you know? getting spoke tonight. Some game getting spoke so, tonight. But the thing is, I used to give that it's the same, it was the same thing with her. It's just what happened with her. She, she got not really blackballed, but nobody, if nobody wants to work with you, then they're not going to work with you. This is, this is, you know, it's like anything. And with, I think Monique showed her ass 
with the Lee Daniels thing, and it hasn't been that long ago, and people remember. And I mean, and Monique, I just looked at her her net worth. Now, no, Monique has been, um, I guess, in the game since like 2003, and she's worth 13 million dollars. If you're worth 13 million dollars, to me, 500 thousand should be a lot. <laughs> if you're worth 13 million dollars. Okay, I mean, because outside of Precious, your resume are these movies. Ain't shit. Fat Girls, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins, <laughs> Baby Boy, <laughs> Two Can Play That Game, Three sp- three, um, three Strikes, Half Past Dead, and Soul Plane. Yeah. That's your resume. As far as movies are she concerned, was, she was right? in that uh, that movie Almost Christmas that just came out last year. She was funny yeah. in that movie. She was funny what in was that. that twenty sixteen? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Danny Glover, J.B. Smooth. She was funny in that. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, she, she was insulted. It, it, I didn't know that she had insulted Tyler Perry and uh, Oprah Winfrey, or or talked about oh, about yeah. whatever she did. But um, oh, yeah. Yeah. to me, that that is total career suicide. <coughs> yep. And it, it sounds is. like I she mean, must have a habit of committing career suicide. And it's like, now, you and know, how, and you have to wonder how many times. Get, I'm sorry, go ahead. I mean, two people that. You, I, the two people I wouldn't want to, especially in the entertainment industry, the two if I was a black woman, the two people I would not want to piss off would be Oprah Winfrey and Tyler Perry. You know, yeah, I don't and, care what color I am, I wouldn't want to piss them off. Well, but, me either for that matter. Me either for that matter. But you know, she could, could Tyler Perry could put her in. You know, she he could she could do another movie like Precious and be back on top of the world easily. But just, you want to bo- bite the hand that feeds you. You know, you want to piss off the the head guy, the over. You know, the the biggest director, black director in the business. Not a smart That's move. It's like no, at what point, that's total career suicide. At what point do you realize that you know you've made a mistake? I mean, how many times do you have to piss in the wind before you realize you're stinking? It doesn't make any sense what she's doing, and yeah. she's just further hurt her, her, her career. Um, Crystal mentioned Vivica Fox. It says Vivica Fox' net worth is six million dollars. Vivica Fox has been acting since I was a baby, and you've only made six million dollars. I thought she made more than that. You've been an Independence Day. Uh-huh. To an yeah. and she but she lost a lot, you know, after Independence Day, which she could have written her own ticket yeah. after that. She it yeah. was it's her attitude, you know. People didn't want to work yeah. with her, and you know, then she wanted to blame Fifty Cent on that. But anyway, you were in Kill Bill one and two. Hey, book. And then she just, yeah, she's yeah. one of my favorite movies that set it off. Hey, but just As to put one of that, my favorite movies in the world. But, but but just to put that that net worth in perspective, y'all yeah, remember what I put out there in Zone Curves about uh, Anthony Dixon's net worth? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Eight mil. 
And this dude ain't got yeah, a thousand yeah. yards in his whole NFL career. Just to put it in perspective. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I've got Carmen yeah. on here. Uh, I'm no Anthony well, Dixon. I probably know of him. Been around here, so uh, he worth eight million. So that's just to put that. It's not like money in the bank. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not like money Schumer. in the bank. That is just everything. Amy Schumer is almost is almost you know twenty years younger than both of them, and she's already worth sixteen million. You know. Yeah. So so why would somebody give you a book deal? Look, I'm, I'm the main dude that'll jump on something that's that's unfair, but numbers don't lie. If if and that's one thing I like about sports. You, 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 I mean, it's a it's a it's, it's clear cut, black and white, no in between. If if this stadium holds seventy thousand people, and you your game brings twenty thousand people, and your game brings seventy plus with a full parking lot and everything else, who you think I'm gonna cater to? I mean, I mean it's apples and oranges. Shit, you know who in the hell gonna go broke give Monique twenty damn million dollars if they don't <laughs> see what they gonna get their I money tell you back? What. That's I'll even put this in perspective, and then we'll, and we'll wrap this up. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Monique came to the Chuckle House, which is a comedy um, a comedy club in Memphis, Tennessee, last year. Because um, I asked it going just simply because, you know, anytime I see someone that I recognize, I might go check them out. And I think her tickets were like forty bucks or forty five bucks or something like that. I did not go, but I do know that her tickets did not sell out because I'm I'm on their email newsletter, and I got an email saying they had discounted tickets for twenty bucks the day of the show. So I know that she didn't sell out. If you can't sell out three hundred seats at the Chuckle House, and you're going to compare yourself to Amy Schumer who sold out Madison Square Garden twice, right? I mean, come on. Or Chris Rock, who can sell out shit, Madison. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, sell out Yankee Stadium if he, they put him in there. So shit. Definitely. That's what I'm saying. That's apples to oranges. That that's not even an argument, you know. Now, her shit would be more valid if if it's something like, uh, you know, if it was back in the day, Oprah was you know in some kind of beef with somebody about not getting paid something. She had the number one rated show for a, a series of years over a fucking decade. Well, that's an argument. But if, if you, man, the Chuck, you can't even sell out 300 seats, you know, you got uh, rappers with cars and shit in their garage more, worth more than your whole net worth. You can't talk shit. You got you to just, you know, eat that humble pie and build your ass back up and hope somebody give you another movie deal and let the past be the past. But that's the problem with Monique. She got too much into her character. You know, her character was an angry black woman, mad about shit for no reason, and obviously she took that shit out on people who actually could help her. And uh, I hate it because, you know, that's somebody that, you know, a lot of people looked up to. Because uh, anytime you see people on these little local, like, black shows move up and win an Oscar, man, that's that's great. But you got to keep that momentum going, though. And like Chris said, you got to play the game. I mean, you don't do no Terry Crews shit and let nobody grab your nuts to play the game, but, you, you know, you got to play the game. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it too far. 
All right. And on that note, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap wrap things up. Uh, you know, Monique, I wish you good luck, but you're going to have to take um, a cue from some one of these other people out here. I mean, Adele Gibbons is coming to Memphis in March, and she's 27.50. I'm going to see Adele Gibbons if I can. So I think she's much funnier anyway. All right. Uh, zone coverage tomorrow, 9 p.m. T2Q will be back next week, next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Go to talktoq.com to get more information on that. And we'll go ahead and get to final thoughts. And, um, Buck, I'll start with you on final thoughts. Great show. It's always my earpiece kind of messed up when you ask me one question. But um, anyway, I mean, a lot of I'm going to get back on Monique for a second. You know, it's really funny. It's really sad, really, that, you know, she wants to resort to social media in the absolute worst way that you can use it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's sad because I mean you're an Oscar winner. You should have more proof about yourself by at, at this point in the game. But it just goes to show you, maybe you need to fire your manager and get somebody that can put some common sense back into, you know, back into your game. So that way you can kind of get back on, you know, kind of re- resurrect yourself because whoever you manage you, and evidently it's your husband, you might need to change. And that's that's for real because uh. You follow what you already behind. Don't get no further. Um, as far as you know, spending too much money in the game. You know, women have that. They have that. Um, they have have that way about them. But guys, we got to be smart too. You know, you got to be able to do the right thing and don't just settle. You know, you got to know what you're dealing with. Can't be hard up. So, you know, if your game tight or whatever. You spend your money wisely, and don't just settle for any. Just don't settle. You gotta know. You gotta have standards. I say that all the time. You gotta know what you're dealing with, and you know if the girl's worth it, you can spend the money. At that point, you ain't tricking. At that point, but if the girl ain't <laughs> worth it, you know it ain't. You know it ain't worth it. Why? Why? Why throw away the money? It doesn't make sense. So, don't just you know don't just settle. Hell, go take your ass home and relax. And go, you know, you lost that night. You decide to take a loss. I'd rather take a loss than to lose money for no reason. Just a little food for thought. But a uh, great show as always. Glad to have everybody participating tonight for the most part. Zone covers tomorrow. Thank you very much, sir. And Carmen, you want to give your final thoughts? And also, if you want to plug the Honey Pie podcast, you're more than welcome to. Um. <laughs> Well, I came in in the middle because I was actually recording a show. Um, but I do have my podcast, the Honey Pot Podcast, which is on iTunes, YouTube, and SoundCloud. So check me out. Um, but as far as my thoughts, um, tricking if you got it, no. Monique, I mean, the woman is in an open marriage. She has made bad decisions for quite some time. She's going to continue to make them until she has something that wakes her up. Um, I think we need to stand by as a black community who she is uh, speaking out to. We need to stand up for something. And like I said, if if it's not for a movement that's really going to help others, then there's no point in you even coming to us. Because when people try to support it, well, when people try to support her, 
it was a slap in the face when she went and insulted all of the people who did help her. So, like everyone else said, I do think it was a great show. I'm happy to have been able to be a part of it tonight. Thank you very much, ma'am. I appreciate it. And Amy? Thank you. Hey, sorry, I kind of got to the game a little late. Uh, I uh, lost track of the time, but, um, you know, great show as always. This this talk about Monique uh, reminds me of something that happened a long time ago, the time I met David Lee Roth, which is a, a extraordinarily funny story that I'm not going to get into, but it all boils down to the same thing. Get over yourself. <clears throat> You know, if you, you can't, A, you can't rest on your laurels. You know, yes, she deserved that Oscar she got for Precious. I give her that. She deserved that. That was an excellent movie, and she did an excellent job. But it sounds like she thinks just because she's done one big major thing that she can just, you know, rest on that and, you know, I'm you know, suddenly queen of the world when there's, you know, so many other, you know, great people out there and you got to, um, you know, like Crystal said, you got you to gotta, you gotta play the game and, and honey, playing the game is not insulting Oprah Winfrey and Tyler Perry of all people. Um, so, you know, she it sounds like she needs to get a better manager or get over herself or or something and realize that she's got to a work hard, you know, just like everybody else. You know, Chris Rock worked hard. Dave Chappelle worked hard. Amy Schumer's worked hard, you know, to get where they got. And you can't just say, hey, I'm worth this. And, and especially, you know, like I said, I get aggravated when people throw in – things like racism and feminism and when it's not shouldn't be thrown in. That's just what I think about it. And as far as guys spending money, um, I've never gone after a guy for their money or, uh, you know, or it's not something that it really impresses me. So, you know, a moderate, spending guy is is great but me personally I don't care anything about you know a guy dripping me with diamonds and pearls and furs and all that good kind of stuff so okay those are my thoughts thank you very much I appreciate it and um, at one time, you cared about this stuff, though, didn't you? <laughs> Do what? Uh, I was cracking a joke. I was talking about when you used to dance. Oh, uh, what? No. At one time, yeah, at one time I did care. As far as a job, as far as that being my job, yeah, I cared about the money they threw at me. But as far as on a personal basis, if you were to take me out on a date, you know, we had a topic one time of Netflix and chill as opposed yeah. to, a, you know, a big candlelight dinner at 
some fancy restaurant and you know the the opera or whatever. No, um, I, someone can buy me a ticket to Death Leopard and Journey when they come to Little Rock, though. Here pretty soon instead of a ticket to see Monique. If, if, if I got any, if I got any suitors out there that want to date with an old white hillbilly girl from Arkansas. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll save um, steak dinner and, and the opera for for Crystal because that's how she gets down. Crystal, your final uh-huh. thoughts. She's my girl, though. <laughs> that is definitely how I get down. I love the opera. <laughs> I actually do. But anyway, um, as far as Monique, it's an ego thing for her. It, this is all ego. This is she. Uh, she will continue to be on the defensive about everything because this is just her personality. I've known plenty of people like her, and I'm sure you know many people have known at least one or two people in their lives that are like her. It, it doesn't matter. What they do, um, if anyone slights them, they cannot allow it to look like it was their fault in any way. She is not humble, because if she was, she, she'd be further along. I mean, definitely. As far as Precious, I saw that movie once. I cannot watch it again. I don't even like thinking about that movie. That was a horrible movie to me. It was just horrible. I mean, not in the fact of the acting and everything, I'm sure... I mean, it was fine, you know, as far as I was concerned, but um, it was just horrible. The most memorable thing was uh, Mariah Carey, you know, with no makeup and looking a social worker. That was hilarious (laughs) to me. (laughs) It was just a horrible story. Mariah can act. Look at this shit. um, It wasn't a horrible movie. It was a a horrific story. Yes, yes, horrific story. Horrible. Just ugh. But anyway, I don't want to ever see it again. Um, which is not good <laughs> for a movie, you know. Oh man. Uh, as far as the men, um, you know, spending money. Yeah, you do. Um, as Buck said, you have to know your woman, the woman you're going after, which you should anyway. I mean, any old school player will tell you. You have to study women, and you have to like them, (laughs) and enough to really pay attention um, to get what you want, get what you really want. And what you really want may end up being, I want a wife, I want that kind of thing, and it all plays together. I think a lot of times, uh, too many men, they pay too much attention to TV, they pay too much attention to what their idiot friends are saying, they're not paying attention to what they actually want. And so they do stuff like that. They throw money around or they they do really stupid stuff. They hear a woman say one thing, like, ooh, yeah, I love rock, you know, you know, the rock or whatever. And then all of a sudden they're in the gym every minute. And you're like, what are you doing? It doesn't make any sense. You're not the rock, so hello. Um, but I, I really do think that it, it does come down to ego because it's a thing called swagger. And that's something I don't even know if it can be taught, but, you know, you can study uh, other men. And I've said this many times when it comes to the difference between a so-called bad boy and a so-called, you know, good guy and why women go after the bad boy. Well, they have an appeal to them. 
it's an attraction that you just go after, and they know how to do it. It's a swagger or whatever you want to call it. What uh, I think Eminem said it earlier, what these good guys should be doing is paying attention <laughs> to these guys. Like, what the hell are they doing? I have all these great qualities. I'm a good person. I believe in Jesus. Um, <laughs> I take care of my mother. Uh, I have a good job, and I don't lie. So why are, am I not getting laid? Well, because you're boring. And so you need to figure out what these guys are doing. Take off your under, your overalls. I love that. And, you know, go to the store, buy some clothes, whatever you got to do. But obviously you're not projecting what these guys are projecting. And so think about that. If I think, you know, women too, but it's mainly with men. Women, really, all they have to do is just wake up a lot of times. <laughs> and men don't care. They just want to, you know, get laid. But um, but all of this is all about ego. So with her, totally horrible ego, and with these guys giving out money, total ego as well. But anyway, it's good to be um, on the show again, and um, look forward to next time that I'm able to come on. Thank you very much. Eminem, shut yeah. it down. Oh, man, great show, great show. Man, it's great. Uh uh, well, first of all, happy belated to Carmen, and it's great to have, uh, you know, so many, you know, uh, uh, women on the show. It's been a while since, you know, multiple females have been on the show. So that's that? always a good thing for, for variety or whatever. Uh, you know, this is why I like to talk to Q show so much, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's straight here, it's straight, straight. So I can be myself without, you know, watching my ass, no pun intended. But, um... <laughs> but um <laughs> wow I, uh, <laughs> yeah um man uh i i do the do the do the do the, do the, the spending money on chicks last i go ahead and get monique shit out of the way first uh <laughs> you know it's just like uh, that line Tupac had, I think, on Hit Em Up or some song, man. You like, you talking about you like Larry Holmes now, you know, all fat, uh, floppy and sick and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it, it's just like, you know, you, you, you had your chance, you blew it, you don't know how to do it. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got to be real with yourself. And it's no, it, it's like, it's it's like... It's no one way to eat a damn pie, you know. Now, she want the whole pie, but guess what? If you slice it up, it's still going to add up to be a pie. And everybody can do your research. At one time, you know, this was after Sam and the Sun had ended, and I think it might have been either after the IRS thing happened, Red Fox was doing $100,000 a night shows in Vegas because guess what? He was popular. He was wanted. He was in demand. See what I'm saying? You got to just keep working on your shit. So if you had to go back to, as Boat said, go back to the basics and humble yourself down and build yourself back up. I mean, this is a whole new world. So you can, it's a whole new audience Monique can reach now. You know what I'm saying? Millennials don't know who the fuck Monique is. You know, they don't even know what Precious is. And it ain't been that long ago. 
So, I mean, you got to make yourself relevant. But, you know, that ain't – and, you know, she don't need to get a new manager. That's her attitude. You probably can't tell her shit, you know. So, and I hate to – if, if a man really want to help a woman, he ain't going to sit up there and lie to her and let her fuck herself up. You know, he ought to be like, look, you know, hell yeah, we're going to take this damn money. You're going to get on this TV and then these damn shoes or whatever I'm trying to sell, that's going to be a commercial on Netflix – and 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 then one of our kids who got some dimples or shit, we're gonna make up some damn something for them to sell some lemonade or something and label that shit. That's gonna be a commercial. I mean, man, you gotta use your brain, man. You don't learn everything right. in school and shit. Damn, you know. But you know, let me let me, you know, let me stop because I know she ain't paying me because I know people be biting on this show, you know. But uh. So y'all need to start paying Q, too, because there's a lot of topics that popped up on the Internet and shit. I know goddamn where they came from this show. And I'm talking about amazing shit. I'm sorry. You said pay me, and I got happy. <laughs> but, uh, Put some respect on my So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so, but, it, but you know, it's all ego, and, you know, she going to go whichever the way the wind blow, but, uh. You know, it, it could have been a lot better. I mean, you got people like Celine Dion and people like that worth over $100 million just strictly doing Vegas. I mean, they ain't touring, they ain't doing shit, you know. She could have just started small and killing it somewhere. And the man would have been up. I mean, this is the age of the Internet, man. You don't have to be in no physical location no more. She know that. You know, she could have shot a show and made 500000 from her living room. But now you, you want your ego to have these people to beg you like they was begging Chappelle to come out of retirement, but guess what? Shit, when Chappelle was on South Park and Comedy Central and all that, the people, the fans, black, white, Jew, Gentile, they writing these motherfuckers every day saying bring him back. That's why they got him no damn money. They didn't give him the money because they like him. Shit, Dave Chappelle's an ugly motherfucker, and I ain't, I ain't no, I don't judge no dude. So they damn sure didn't get him back because they thought he was pretty. Shit, you know, darkness, <laughs> hell, shit, but uh. <laughs> He's not that ugly. <laughs> That's the money talking, Crystal. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, let's get down to this money. Oh man, they got these young boys on this bullshit now. Talking about you don't pay for this, man. You gonna pay for every damn thing you get in your life? You know, ain't nothing free. Shit, you you don't even get damn water for free. You don't get air for free. You know what I'm saying? Uh uh uh. Everybody, everybody, their mama got cell phones, but guess what? That shit bouncing around the air all the time. Totally free, but you paying for that shit every month. Or if you're on some kind of uh, past due plan, you might be paying every two weeks. So come off that shit. You know what I'm saying? If you see something you want, you better pursue it. You know, but you got to know how to do it. You just don't just, you know, say, hey, you know, here my damn wallet. You know what I'm saying? But you got to understand, man. It's like when you when you go somewhere perusing for the opposite. You know what I'm saying? It's like you walking into a damn store or something, you know, the same way you shop for shoes or, or you peruse the in, internet, you know, on Black Friday, and you're looking for, you know, 500 some dollar TV marked down to 299 what you going to do? Try to jew the man down to, to 280 Hell no, nah, if you want the motherfucker, you're going to say, shit, God damn it, man, if you if this the last one, shit, they 299 but fuck it, man, I'll give you 350 for the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's like women... Get turned on when they know that 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 you know you the apple of their eye. They like that shit. Cause women have like a thing about them. 
that that's in them that they don't even know is in them. Nobody teaches this shit or nothing. It's kind of like when uh you know when they start maturing into a woman, they start saying like, damn, I can just walk by this motherfucker and all of all of a sudden. Somebody offering me something, asking me for something, shit like that. See, that's all the, you got to pay attention to all that shit. That's signs, man. Like the old movie Signs and shit. People thought the world's coming to the end, all this shit. It's the same thing. You know, if you want your nut run to come to an end, then you got to understand these signs, you know. But that's another show at another time. I just want to simplify, simplify, you know what I'm saying, I'm not I'm not Malik. I'm not too proud to 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 to, to say how much money costs this and that and stuff like that. Netflix can play my shit for free. Call your congressman. Call your councilman. Call your alderman. Call your governor. You know what I'm saying? God damn it, call your senator. You know what I'm saying? Who else did who else I left out? Your mayor. Call all them people and say you wanna pass bill thirteen thirteen. Get this shit out of the way. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no damn tricking. It's a business deal. It's a negotiation. It's a contract. You know what I'm saying? It's a contract. My money, your putain name. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. Simple as that. Legalize that shit. You don't have to talk about nothing like this. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate that. No and doubt. Go ahead. <laughs> Wrap things up. Had a caller on Skype that unfortunately I wasn't able to get to tonight, but uh, hopefully you can join us again next week at 9 p.m. Eastern on the Talk to Q Radio Show. Uh, so I have a show next week. No particular topic yet. Two weeks from tonight, the last Let's Talk About Sex um, installment. Where I think it's what number 18, the 18th installment. I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, gotta be, gotta be something like that. Yep, and I'll have a guest on from New York. Um, I'll have her on with her sexy Jamaican accent, and mm. we'll talk about some things. Uh, so that's in two weeks. And uh, so go to talktoq.com, sign up for the email newsletter, so that way you'll know what we're talking about and when we're talking about it. You can follow me on Twitter at talktoq. And I really enjoyed everyone, all the participation. Uh, it was a great show. And I hope that everyone has a great week. Peace out. You've been listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show. Talk to Q Radio Show. Call it, go ahead. Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. Well, I am pro-woman, but I'm not anti-man. I know the value of a good man. You know, we need more shows like this because people need as much relationship help out there as they can get.
to say that again one day. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing is cool. Some women are down for it. You want to be my <laughs> blog lover. I said some, not all. Thank you. Hey, everybody. What up, what up? But the way he was saying some of it, it was ignorant. And I'm going to call it how I see it. Count this bitch out by a number. Oh, my God. Is that it? Sweet.